Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Neon Talk, a podcast about motivation, inspiration, and innovation. Totally said that intro wrong, but it's okay. It's episode 60, guys. 60. That That's incredible. Uh, you know, I know that we had our one year not too long ago, um, but still... Uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy to me that we've been doing this for, for a good long time now. Um, so aside from that, while I wait for some of you all to get in here, as well as our guest, which is Marshall Alexander, super excited. He is a local artist, uh, in the North Carolina area. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but first some neon news. Um, so in today's neon news, first, I want to mention last week's episode, uh, we had on the artist zero. Uh, he is a rap hip hop artist. He's currently residing over in Boise, Idaho. He has a great mission, amazing personality. Uh, you should go check that out. You can go find it in our little video tab over on Facebook. Um, and you can go check him out, you know, on his social media, the real zero. So that was really, really fun. Glad to have had you on. Um, other than that, I really, I mean, I had just Black Friday is coming up. I'm sure as all of you know, so definitely keep an eye out for that. We'll be dropping some clothes as well as, you know, having a regular Black Friday sale. So definitely keep your eyes out. Um, got some good stuff in store, but the most important thing that I want to talk about today before I get our guest on here is, um, well, I'm sure you guys have seen the flyer, um, but there is a fundraising event in the works. Um, it is called Mission Possible. Uh, and it, sorry, I'm messaging guest. Uh, <laughs> totally, my brain doesn't work. I can't type and talk at the same time. You guys should try it. Um, but anyways, it's called Mission Possible. It is going to be held on the 26th uh, here in Raleigh, North Carolina over at Isaac Hunter's, which is a local bar that we also have weekly EDM events at. So very, very exciting. It is going to be fundraising for a local charity called the Raleigh Rescue Mission, which has helped out the homelessness and the hungry situation in Raleigh for about over 60 years now. Uh, they do a lot for the community, so I want to do something to give back. So while having a clothing um, and cash donation, there'll be raffle baskets, uh, lots of fun games and everything in store, live music. So if you're interested and you're in the local area, it is $3 admission, um, and it's in two weeks. So I am very, very excited about that. Please, uh, if you're interested, you can go find it on, uh, there's an event page through Neon Black, uh, so you can go request, like, RSVP to that. Uh, but I hope to see you guys there. Really, really, um, really excited about that. So let's get into the meat and potatoes. Um, our guest today is currently residing in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, he is an unsigned and unrefined artist and shares a stage with, has shared the stage with one of our sponsored artists, Stitchy C. I am super excited to have him on. T- um, please welcome Marshall Alexander. Thanks for adding that stumbling. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, y'all. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. This is about the third time maybe that I've done this split broadcast on here before, so 
uh, I'm gonna be rusty. So uh. hey, that's okay. I mean, honestly, I wish Facebook did like the full split screen. I hate how it does this like tiny little video thing. Yeah. But uh, thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to to have you on here. Well, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, I m forgot to mention this in the beginning, but I do actually have your music going on in the background. You can go find oh. uh, Marshall's music over on SoundCloud. Uh, it's where I'm always playing it from. Um, SoundCloud. Yeah, I didn't. That's I didn't a, buy probably it. some some old stuff on there. <laughs> it is a little bit, a little bit, um, but All still right. some good stuff nonetheless. Um, <laughs> you know, last last minute got. I mean, I can't. I didn't have the time to purchase an album. So I got uh, had to find it streaming somewhere. One. I know yeah. I should have asked. I totally. I've been busy planning this fundraiser, man. Yeah, that's good. Busy but, is uh, good. Busy is good. Very good. But next time, next time I have yeah. you on, we'll uh, full new album, rocking in the background. Okay. No, no skips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So sounds good. Let's uh let's jump back a little bit because I know um some of our team uh, Erica and Justin I know you know Stitchy C you know a good round of our Charlotte fam out in North Carolina but myself among with I'm sure some of our other viewers um you know are a little bit curious about where your whole music career kind of started off. Where it started off, All right? So yeah, um, I've always liked music my whole life, but. I started making, I started writing music in high school and I would write just songs, you know, as a songwriter. And uh, I would just write like country songs and things like that. And the first, uh, the first rap song I ever wrote, I actually did for a project. And uh, it was in the 11th grade and my teacher was Mr. Cox, <laughs> which is funny now that I think about it, Mr. Cox. And, uh, and the project was like, we had to do a project on uh, professions that people get into. And so the profession that I chose was songwriting. And I was like, I'm going to do a rap and I'm going to just rap it in front of everybody, which, you know, I, I wasn't big into being in front of people and stuff back then, but I sure did. I got up in 11th grade and got in front of everybody and rapped it. And it was like this songwriter's been around since the dawn of days. Been expressing themselves in their own ways, and I got a freaking, <laughs> I got a freaking D minus on it. <laughs> so yeah, so Mr. Cox gave me the D minus, and uh, Mr. Cox gave me the D. I know, I was just thinking that. <laughs> and, uh, and and but anyway, so you know that kind of I I found that I enjoyed writing in that style. I like the way that you can you know, rhyme multiple syllables and stuff. So I kept doing it. A good friend of mine named LaVar from high school, he and I started a little rap group. We didn't really do anything. We recorded a couple of songs, put it out. Our hometown liked it. You know, we were showing up at the parties, singing our yeah. songs and stuff. But uh, left from there, then, you know, that fell through. We had a producer, but that, that fell through and moved out to Charlotte. And I was in Charlotte about a year and I hadn't written anything, hadn't recorded anything. And, uh, and about a year after I was there, a good friend of mine uh, was shot and killed, and and it and I just I had to uh, I had to write, you know, it was like therapy, and mm -hmm. so I wrote to him, and then that kind of started it up, and uh, after that, um, things started snowballing, started coming up in Charlotte, and yeah, that's kind of how it began. Cool, very cool. 
Um, so, you know, I know that you, you grew up, basically, you've been in North Carolina, living here all of your life. Um, yep. How would you say that, like, the South has really influenced your, like, your rap career? Because I know you kind of dabble with a little bit of everything. Yeah, I do. Rap. Specifically how the South has influenced my rap career. Well, I mean, I'm from a very rural rural, rural area. <laughs> I'm from a, a very uh, country area. So um, even before, so like, like uh, hip hop is a thing now. Country rap is a thing now. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people are kind of riding that wave. And I fit in well with hit, with the fans of country rap, even though I've never once claimed to be country rap. I just kind of have an accent, so it's automatic (laughs) but uh you know like i've never i've never owned personally i've never owned a truck so you know i'm not rapping about owning a truck or anything but uh (laughs) but i go well so i don't you know it's influenced my music a little bit because like i'm influenced by like ludicrous and Mm -hmm. a lot of like the the atl rappers from the early 2000s not to date myself too much but you know the shit that was bumping when i was in high school i was influenced by a lot of that and so, uh, you know, that influenced me that way. But really, as far as my career is concerned, it's given me uh, coming from the country and coming from the rural area. I, I can relate to the people that are my current fan base. So it's kind of mm-hmm. given me a lane to run in. So, you know, I'd say I'd say that for everyone watching, by the way, we didn't like discuss any of these questions. We didn't rehearse any of this. So just so you all know, I, uh, I do <laughs> lots of research intensive research i actually i could have done more today but again i've just like this fundraiser has been it's it's the baby it's one of those things that just required constant attention lately that's good good. but uh, you got to give it your maximum effort that's a good thing 100 percent, and i definitely you know i can see that in your work as well uh you've got four albums out and one ep Mm -hmm. you've got 15 music videos um 15 yeah, I counted Man, that's them. Awesome. I counted wow. them. I mean, I'm Crazy. sure there were like probably some here and there that you've put up and deleted that were like much older, but those were the ones that were like still not blocked on okay, YouTube. That's good. That's <laughs> um, good. You know, that that's crazy. Um, and uh, especially for just having a, like a music career in general. I know that a lot, with a lot of the artists that I've talked to, it's um, a lot has to do with, you know, money and time and the networking mm. to be able to create these types, you know, like albums and especially all those music videos. Um, I guess just talk about one first um, out of like all four albums in the one EP. Would you what would you say was probably the hardest one to to release? I mean, you've got Bad Habits, Reconcile, Sign. All right. So the hardest to release, I would say was the grieving process and that's this hoodie is the grieving process and uh that was because it was very emotionally difficult to release that that album um uh when when i when i was writing that album i was going through some some very deep uh i was going through some stuff Mm -hmm. that some people go through sometimes and um that came from a very dark spot Mm -hmm. in my heart so not only that but i was coming off of my first national tour and I gained a reputation on this tour of being like the fun, like happy guy, you know, because typically I am, but then I was like, okay, well, let me follow up all this with this sad as shit album. <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me, it's terrible, like depressing album. 
but it was difficult because it was difficult for me to put myself out like that. But on top of that, we made a music video for every single song on that album, and we put out the Grieving Process short film. So on top of that, you know, I had to do uh, I had to do all that, and so <laughs> you have a. Th this is how it works as an artist. Something happens, you write about it for therapy, you get over it, and then when you go to record it, you revisit it. Mentally, you put yourself there and you revisit it then, and then you get over it again. Now when you do a music video, you revisit it again, and so yeah. it was like, uh, it was, you know, I just continued <clears throat> to punish myself, but I think the art came out. Now if you want to talk about just um, the most difficult to do, not mentally, but physically, was my mm. acoustic EP. The acoustic EP that I did was very difficult because I had never played the guitar before. And oh, uh, okay. I was, yeah, I was on tour as a rap artist. And while I was on tour, I was booked for an acoustic tour. And I had acoustic guitar players in my, you know, in my notebook. And I was like, oh, I'll call one of them and we'll play. And every mm. one of them backed out after I had already committed to the tour everybody had backed out and i was like Damn. well i guess i'm gonna learn how to play because <laughs> i've got oh, no wow. other option so so uh yeah so it was like three or four months i learned how to play learned how to play and uh wrote enough songs to do an ep and take it on the freaking on the road and travel the country with the with a guitar that i never played before so that was the most like technical difficult technically difficult it was That's the hardest crazy it was That's... the hardest so how long when did you release that ep that was last summer okay last year in the summer wow so it's how called... far it's called naked that's the naked ep okay Wow, that's that's a really cool story um so how far along with guitar process like you're playing do you think you've come <laughs> no. i mean yeah. It, it versus where I was at then. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I've made it there, yeah. but I can't, I mean, it's all acoustic. It's all chords, you know, yeah. I can play you some chords. Um, I enjoy playing like, so if I'm having a stressful day, it's a, it's a level of meditation that not a lot of other things can uh, match. So, mm -hmm. you know, so I'll pick it up and start playing and, and I, I get booked to do acoustic shows sometimes. And, Unfortunately, sometimes they have no idea that my acoustic music is nothing like my hip hop. So, like, I got booked uh, within the past couple months. I was booked to do uh, an acoustic show. It was a three-hour acoustic gig, and the and he had found me off of a Jelly Roll show. And at that Jelly Roll show, I was like lights out, just crazy, high energy, acting like an idiot. Yeah. And then I get on stage, and I pick up my acoustic guitar, and I'm like. All right, so here we go. And I, <laughs> the first song I play is this magic moment. <laughs> this magic <laughs> moment. And the guy starts laughing, and he's like, man, that's funny. He's like, that's funny how you do that. You should do that all the time. That's so funny. And I'm like, I mean, that's how this <laughs> next three hours is about to be. So, uh, oh my God. Uh, so sorry. So that was <laughs> awkward, but it was, it was a thing that happened. <laughs> It's gotten you in some some uh, situations, I see. That's some that's situations. <laughs> I didn't get booed out out though. So well, that's good. I mean, at least they, yeah. you know, you you play well enough. I mean, um, <laughs> that's really good. Uh, so I guess now let's jump to music videos then. So fifteen okay. music videos, at least that are I've seen. 
um, okay. and that's open to the public. I know music videos are a lot harder to make than, than you know, just writing a song in general. It, you know, we got people, backgrounds, videographers, the editing, the storyline, yeah. all that fun stuff. So, yeah. first of all, which one was your favorite to make? Man, that's tough. So, I had a lot of fun, and it's my most popular one, but I had a lot of fun shooting the Cocky Little Freak music video. I had, I had a feeling you were going to do that one. I like that one. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, you know, I've had a lot of fun on most all of them, but that one was especially fun because we were in the middle of a national tour. I was – everybody in the masks, they were other artists on that tour. And, uh, you know, we had all been vibing so well together. It was kind of like a brotherhood going on. And, uh, you know, we all just went, we were in Phoenix, Arizona at the time. And we went to downtown Phoenix and just put these damn <laughs> chicken masks on and just started dancing. And it was, it was really fun. It was definitely an experience. <laughs> definitely an experience. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you sound like you, uh, you get into some fun stuff. <laughs> Music, man. Uh, music is crazy. That's for sure. Some, some 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 serious stuff thanks to music, man. So, what video music like music video was the most technically difficult to record then? Technically difficult. Um. And why? I mean, I was telling you about that, that short film we did the, mm -hmm. for the whole EP. The grieving process was difficult because it was so much filming. I mean, it was very yeah. ambitious. You know, that's a 30-minute video. Um, True. And it was so much filming. And then emotionally, the places I was putting myself was was difficult. So, so that, was talk... most, that was the most technical difficult. So can you talk a little bit about, like, how you broke that up, how you guys decided to take apart, like – I mean, I know that you say you, you recorded a video for each song and to be able to create this short video. Yeah. How was it being able to, like, integrate each song? I'm sure the album itself kind of had its own storyline and flowed in with each other. But how were you, like, what was, how would you say the process was to be able to keep that consistent flow throughout all of the videos, especially over the long period of time that I'm sure it took to create that? Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to nitpick, my beard changes lengths a couple times. <laughs> but uh, but but besides that, I mean, I'll be honest. The 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 best answer for that is Ty Brew. Ty Brew is uh, was the videographer for that, and he did the entire thing. Um, and you know, I trust that man's vision, and uh, especially with with that type of um, project, with the feel of it, I mm -hmm. knew that. His, his vision and the things that he saw, I knew it would translate really well. And I really just gave him so much freedom, you know, in control of it. He'd be like, you know, here, do this, do that, do this. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so really, I just took, I took a lot of direction on that. And, um, and so really, you know, it, a lot of it was, was his take on my music. And then he was also the producer for the, for the album. So you know, okay. he felt personally connected to the songs as well because he had produced all of them. Mm -hmm. So I, th I think that's really important being able to have, you know, those other artists and business partners that, you know, you can have those connections with that aren't just there to be like, hey, let's get this job done. You know, they have yeah. that 
deeper level of understanding and being able to, you know, definitely rely on them and their artistic view, I think is really important oh, yeah. when it comes to, to music and, and the and projects for sure. So that's, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, ex extremely important and extremely rare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very rare. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yep. So speaking of uh, just kind of rare things, you yourself are a rare individual. What would you say oh. your mission statement is <laughs> what would you say your mission statement is for like your brand? Honestly, I mean, I could come up with something stupid about it, you know, but the, the, the biggest thing I want to do is um, inspire people to, to really, if there's something that they want to do or something they've always thought about doing and just never thought it was possible, you know, I want to inspire people to get themselves in the position to be able to do that and to actually go out and do it. Because, you know, your story isn't over till it's over. But, um, like, for – I haven't told this story in a while, but I worked uh, retail management for 10 years, and I gave everything to that job. You know, I was, like – I was missing birthdays, missing weddings, missing concerts I wanted to go to, you know. Yep. And, uh, and I worked there for over 10 years, and – you know, real loyal and stuff, turned down jobs with better pay. I was like, nah, this company's my future. And, uh, and then the opportunity to go on tour happened. And I asked the store director, I was like, Hey, you know, it's eight weeks. I already have four weeks of vacation. You ain't even got to pay me for the other one. Like, can we do something, you know? And he was like, Oh, I already found your replacement. Go on. And so it was like all that time, you know, all that time. And, and that was how they handled my exit. So, uh, you know, you, you can, it's so easy to, um, it's so easy to put your eggs in the wrong basket. And, you know, I, I've, I've been a, I've been a person who struggled with self doubt my entire life. I still do. So I don't, it's easy to see someone doing things and just think, wow, like it's so cool that that person can do that. But really, I ain't shit. I'm, I'm just the same as everybody else. So, you know, if I can do it, I promise anyone can do it. If you surround yourself, if you surround yourself with the type of people that, uh, that can help you achieve that and that, that care about, you know, your you accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Heck yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. Uh, you know, people definitely think the grass is greener on the, on the other side, but just not watering your own grass. So yeah, exactly. Um, yep. So I definitely, definitely, uh, same, same mental thoughts, blah, words. Um, <laughs> so you've been touring for a while um, I, with a bunch of different artists all over the place. Um, what would you say has been one of your favorite experiences touring? My favorite experience touring? That's a good question. Um... I mean, I could tell you some stories, but I imagine there's there's some that I don't need to be sharing. <laughs> Just, but uh, I I could definitely tell you some stories. But um, you know, my first real my first real national tour was the Undeniable tour, the headline by Second Chance, co-headlined by Gutter Souls and Joe Nestor, and uh, that was the one where we shot the cocky little freak video. That was even. We were all on the same page and clicking on the same stuff, and that was really fun. 
And that was the first time I was able to actually go and find out who I was <laughs> as a human, like, like who I am as a person. I didn't find out really until I was on that tour. And uh, if it wasn't for that one, I definitely would not be doing what I'm doing today. So, you know, I can tell you some, some specific stories that are, that are pretty crazy, but uh, in general, that's definitely my, my favorite tour <clears throat> so far. Heck yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's perfect. I mean, I'm def I'm sure you have some wild stories. Uh, there's, some, <laughs> there's some stories. The music, <laughs> the music industry does not surprise me with the wildness that comes about um, at all, yeah. <laughs> no matter what genre of music it is. <laughs> it's true. And mine are, I mean, I feel like mine are fairly tame, but uh, still. <laughs> Some of them are, I mean, I look back, I'm like, what the hell was I doing? <laughs> what were we doing? But, yeah, oh, you know. man, those are, those are the good memories, though, right? That's true. So, What's your cat's name? Her, oh, yeah, I know. She's just chilling over there. Her name is Vera. Vera? That's yeah. Name. Yeah, she normally isn't that mischievous, but, you know, she's not on my <laughs> lap, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> normally, she tries to get all up in the video. Uh, yeah. So well, let's talk a little bit about the clothing lines. I know that you mentioned the hoodie earlier, and I wanted to talk about that, but I wanted to wait a little bit. Um, you know, okay. you've you've touched see that you like release clothing usually with like the albums or a bigger song and track. Um, what's exactly your process when it comes to creating new um, new items? I see your eyes glowing. That was creepy. <laughs> uh, to be honest, to to be honest, I um, uh, <laughs> a lot of I have big projects, and so a project to me isn't just like a song or a shirt or a video. A project mm -hmm. to me is like all of it. So, like um, my last album was called Bad Habits, and there's a song called Bad Habits, and there's a clothing line for Bad Habits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so, you know, it's like one collaborative piece. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes I'll just throw random shirts out there. And not every song, I mean, it's the nature of the business. Not every mm -hmm. song is going to be able to get its own video and own T-shirt and everything. But yeah, I try and uh, I try and put it all, you know, together in kind of one ball where it connects and makes sense. And and yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, what yeah, has been, you know, that, that way the, the, the shirt pushes this, the song, the song pushes the video, the video yeah. pushes the shirt. So it's, you know, oh, I know exactly what you mean. It's a full circle. Yeah. It's yeah, full it's circle, circle of marketing. I get it's, that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, what, like, what's your favorite shirt that you've come out with? Uh, my favorite shirt is is a shirt man i should Personally, i should go like get it but i don't want to walk away go ahead what's your favorite the boots and boxers <laughs> <laughs> see that's what i forgot about that <laughs> i yep. forgot do you know where that came about while that no, happened no you idea. just were like what the hell please, is this? please explain the story behind this and for those who don't know what i'm talking about the context behind this shirt is literally it's I don't know who it is. It might be. I don't know if it's you, but it's it's a gentleman literally in boots and boxers. I think he's holding a oh, rake and a beer. That is you? It's me. Then you're in a hat, sunglasses. Oh, it's a country photo. It is wonderful, though. Just smack dab in the middle of the shirt. 
So please <laughs> tell me the story. I'm interested. I see. Look, this is perfect because when I put it out, <laughs> I, I put it out like I want people to have this so no one ha has any idea what the hell they're wearing, you know. And so you not having any idea why it's there is perfect. That's exactly the feedback I needed. So <laughs> boots and boxers happened. So um, a good friend of mine, his name is Strizzo. He's DJ Strizzo. He's top 40 uh, artist. Um, we've done several runs together. He and I were at a show together in West Virginia. And we were just talking. I, I wasn't even performing that night. I just went to hang out with him. And we were talking and he was like, the dude is extra as fuck, by the way. So if these were his sunglasses, he was like, bro, you know what we need to do? Bro, we need to go and make a national cash app day. And I was like, all right, I'm down. Let's do it. What are we doing? <laughs> and so, so he was like, this is what we're going to do. You and I are going to have a contest to see who can get the most $1 cash app uh, transactions in one day. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm down. So, so we, we do it. And so what we did was we posted a picture of us and we're both holding a dollar bill and we're like, it's national cash app day. And whichever one of us gets the least amount of $1 cash app donations has to take a picture in boots and boxers. <laughs> and, and I had more donors, but he had one dude cash app him a dollar 300 times damn 300 times and thanks to that guy i had to take a picture in the boots and boxers but like you said about marketing earlier i was like mm, we putting this on a t-shirt <laughs> well i i can just say it's uh it's pretty prime it's it's pretty mint it's great. i mean i feel like everyone needs that Everyone needs that shirt. And some people have gotten it. I mean, that shirt has sold. And I get I get selfies, random selfies of people with this ridiculous shirt on. Well, I mean, that's kind of how I found it. When I was, like, scrolling through your social media, your Facebook, there's, just, like, this one random chick wearing it. And you're like, if you don't have this shirt in your closet, I don't know where you've been. And I'm like, wait, what? This yes, is his merch? Exactly. That's me. That's my merch. <laughs> the first piece of merch that I actually saw on your social media page was that. So that was, that was pretty great. It, well, that's, it that's drew good. me in. It drew me uh, in. Hey, so, great job. Hey, it was a happy accident. That was 100. the best bet I ever lost. <laughs> that was, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Boot, um, boots and boxers. That was, that's that's oh, why God. that happened. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. All right. So uh, we're getting a little close to the end, but I have a new segment Aww. that I try to um, do as much as I can when people at least have a decent amount of information on their social media. Uh, it's called right. Explain That Quote. So I actually have three quotes here from you that I stole off your social media somewhere, and I just want a little bit more of explanation. Okay. Um, all right. I'm so scared. <laughs> no, don't be. They're not bad. So all the right. first one I got here is I'll take a C-plus talent over an A-plus asshole any day. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, here's I'm not... the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, you the, one. Th uh, this is a, a bitter, jagged pill to swallow, especially if you are a musician or any type of artist, right? Your talent will get you this far. Your talent will get you that far, and so if you are a, you you could be the most talented person in the world in exactly what you do the greatest at it the best 
at it. And if you have a shit attitude, you will go nowhere. Period. Period. Especially today. And especially in music, because there's musicians everywhere. Rappers especially. Throw a rock out your window. I promise you'll hit a rapper. I guarantee you. I guarantee you'll hit a rapper. So, you know, that that's the thing. If, if, if I had my choice between the greatest rapper ever over here and someone who's like an okay rapper but a decent fucking human, I will take that person every single time. I will put money on that person every single time. Period, and and that's that's really where that came from. Um, is that you know you you have to you have to uh, you have to humble yourself because you uh, talent ain't talent. It it only is talent, not everything. Talent is almost nothing. I mean, really, I, it's it's good to have it, and I appreciate talent as a fan, but as a businessman. <laughs> You know your talent. Don't 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 come at me saying you're the greatest rapper ever and blah blah blah. Like, like show me your, you know. I mean, we're me disposable. I mean, just as much as you know the next monkey who sits in an office chair. I mean, no, yeah. not to like, but like, I, just I mean, no, no to, offense, but but no, but, but yeah, but yeah, and you know, I mean, it's I would uh, my my relationships in this in this business that have lasted the longest have come from people who were genuinely good people. Or at least, you know, fake it really well. <laughs> <laughs> some people are really good at that too. Not I mean, you know, I've you yeah, know, I've seen you know. some curtains that have been pulled and I'm like, whoa. Oh, that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right. Anyways. So all right, yeah, no, I hundred percent agree with you. Um I need to put that one on a t shirt. That's a good one. That that is a good one. <laughs> um so the next one I got here is holding a grudge does nothing but disturb your peace. Forgive them. Yeah. Yeah. Um I remember, po- this is weird. Uh, this is weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, um, that kind of goes with the other, you, do I have a theme or something? Because that kind of goes with the other one on humbling yourself. Because, you know, one thing that I've noticed about, uh, I do a lot of reflection. I do a lot of everything all right back there. <laughs> yeah, my, I don't know. That was a weird noise my cat was making. Uh, I was really concerned. What? All right. Um, <laughs> No, but but one thing I've learned is that if you're holding a grudge, you're you're flattering yourself into believing this person actually gives a shit about you. First of all, <laughs> you know, and I mean, really, and so because probably you're thinking about this person, and every time this person enters your mind, it's taking some of your energy for the day, and you and and every time it enters your mind and you have a grudge on them, it uh, snowballs, right? So. You're spending all this time and energy on this grudge for this person who wronged you God knows when. And they probably aren't spending half a second a day even thinking about you. Mm-hmm. You know, because chances are if they wronged you, they didn't respect you in the first place. So you probably – they have so much more real estate in your mind than you have in theirs. And holding a grudge isn't hurting them whatsoever. You know, it's just hurting you. So 100%. just some perspective. Yeah, 100%. All right. And the last one I got here is this life is a gift. So the least I could do is give the most of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and uh, tell on myself. That was inspired by a song by an artist named Lecrae. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, um, mm-hmm. but he's got a, 
he's got a song and there's a quote that always it, the song is called just like you and it's just about being a better person and and coming out of you know negative traits but he's got one specific line in that song that says the least i can do is give the most because being just like you, he's talking to God, being just like you is what I'm supposed to be. And, uh, you know, that was that was really where that came from because I was like, you know, this life is a gift. And the days when I'm feeling particularly shitty about this or that or, you know, whatever, um, or sometimes when I want to, it's very, it's very easy to, you know, not do anything, like not be inspired and not do anything, but this life is a gift. So the absolute least that I can do is give the most to myself. You know what I'm saying? And and I think mm-hmm. that goes for everybody. The 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 absolute least you can do because you can do much more than that, you know. But the least I can do is give the most to myself. So the other two were one hundred percent from here. That one was inspired. <laughs> hey, it's all right. No worries. I mean it's not like it's not like you quoted it and didn't like write his name. I mean it wasn't verbatim, so that's that's true um came from somewhere in the noggin all right so (laughs) so, uh to wrap things up here if you could give one piece of advice to anyone about being an an, you know an upcoming artist especially in the rap industry what would it be all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some of the most backwards ass advice in the world okay okay all right all right so if you're a young person in your teens and you want to become a professional musician, hear me out. Stop. <laughs> and what I mean by, I know, but what I mean by that is it costs a ridiculous amount of money to do this. A ridiculous amount of money. And so all the, uh, all the time I spent, you know, grind like the way i did it was a very 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 slow grind and don't get me wrong i'm not shit and so (laughs) i'm nowhere right now but if i had put my music on pause when i was like 18 19 you know went to college say what you will about college but went somehow or another got myself a good career making you know 60 80 100 thousand a year i could have been taking that and putting it in the back pocket. So this is what you do. You stop spending all your money on this, um, on, on your music. You keep doing it, especially if you're passionate about it. Keep doing it, write it, hold it in, keep it to yourself, right? Keep it to yourself. And then, uh, and then when you have a good chunk of money saved up from your, from your main job, then you can start investing that money into the music because it takes an incredible amount of money. Now, you can be one of the, you know, lucky one in six billion that Mm -hmm. gets discovered off of SoundCloud, you know, on your homies. You could be the next Lil Nas X who pays 30 bucks and make and becomes a multimillionaire off of it. It's, it's within the realm of possibilities, but this life is definitely about, um, you know, uh, probability and, uh, you know, really genuinely, if, if you want to do it, don't stop, don't stop, you know, don't stop on your craft, but get yourself a good paying job and invest in yourself. Because if you don't invest in yourself, nobody else will. So, oh yeah, 100%. It's a weird piece of advice, but that'd be my piece of advice. No, I, uh, I definitely agree with it. I think, you know, 
<clears throat> I mean, even just in my own shoes with, you know, starting up a company at a young age, if it was one thing I wish I had more of just being an entrepreneur is it's the money, it's the investment. Because um, yep. it, it really does take a lot. And, you know, I'm working, yep. you know, I work like five jobs just to, to do it and mm -hmm. for to be able to eventually make livable income off of it. So I couldn't I couldn't agree more with that. Um, very, very uh, relatable, yep. for sure. So, yeah. And, and I mean, it's, it's, it's out there because like, for example, like I said, I, I've, I've done a very slow climb and slow grind. It's the way that I've, I've done it. Right. And, you know, I broke my back, busted my ass and, you know, I could be, I could get on a tour or I could get on a national tour where I was selected because of my hard work and my reputation and all the grinding that I've done. And right next to me on the tour bus could be somebody who paid 10 grand to sit there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a real yeah. genuine, real genuine possibility. So yeah, that's what you got. That's, that's how you got to remember it. Oh yeah. 100%. All right. Um, well, so, I mean, aside from, I'm going to have you end it off by letting everybody know about some of the fun tour dates and stuff you got okay. coming up here soon. But um, if anybody is interested in buying any of that, uh, the boots and boxers shirt or any of uh, checking out any of his other merch, you can go check it out at uh, MarshallAlex919.com. That's also yeah. his Instagram as well. And you can go find him on Facebook at Marshall Alexander, just as is. And you can find all of his music links through there. So you don't have to go find his 2000 and whenever stuff on SoundCloud, <laughs> like I've been listening to all night. But don't worry, it's still been great. Don't, don't not I'm glad to try it. <laughs> I'm glad that you listened to that and still wanted to do this this interview because yeah. I haven't posted on SoundCloud in years. I watched I watched your music videos too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That that definitely helps. No, no, it's all great. It's all great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what are your tour dates coming up like? All right. So tour dates. So I am. I've I've done multiple tours. I've I've headlined my own national tour, but I have never until now put on my own tour. And what I mean by that is I'm the booker, I'm the promoter, I'm the talent buyer for like the locals. I'm drive the only one driving the car, you know, booking the hotels, booking the da 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 da. Every yep. hat involved in running a tour, I'm currently wearing it. And the tour is called the, it's going to be backwards, but the high voltage <laughs> tour. All right. And so that's with myself, Case Flow, and Moses Mitchell on select dates. And a whole bunch of other talented artists are, uh, you know, local and, and helping us out at the local scenes. And, um, yeah, so we got the tickets for it. We got VIP passes in case you guys hey. want to do the VIP thing. But hey. here's the tour dates. It's nice, right? Here's We got November 19th. We're in Fort Myers, Florida. November 21st, Charlotte, North Carolina. November 22nd, Bristol, Tennessee. November 23rd, Charleston, West Virginia. November 24th, Virginia Beach, Virginia. November 26th, we're ending in Wooster, Ohio. And uh, it's going to be crazy. We call it the High Voltage Tour. For people who know us, who know myself in case, you know, we, we've, we've set ourselves apart because we're pretty energetic on tour. So that's why I call the High Voltage is for the energy. I might be dead by the end of it with all the driving <laughs> and all the, all the stress that's involved with it. But yeah, right? Case will be crazy as ever always. So, um you know, tickets are $10 in advance. They're online or you can get physical tickets from me. Uh, they're 15 at the door. If 
you know, this tour is 100% mine. I don't have any promoters in my back pocket. I don't have any investors. You know, I'm, I'm it's 100% mine. If you're in a situation where you'd really like to come out and see, but you're genuinely, genuinely not able to pay for that ticket, find me on social media, send me a DM, and we'll see what we can do, maybe maybe get you in that building. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Stressful as hell. Yeah. Stressful as hell, but it's uh, – you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely worth it. And I'm super excited that I'm going to be able to do it. Yeah, I couldn't dude. do it. I could not do it without support from, uh, from the wonderful people who, who support me. I don't know how the hell I'm as blessed as I am to have as, as many of y'all as I do, but, uh, but it, it's an incredible thing. And, and I thank you so much. I thank all y'all so much for that. Hey, well, hope maybe I can uh, come see that one out in Charlotte. We'll have to see what my work week's yes. like, but uh, definitely you go ahead. Be the closest one. <laughs> go ahead, get off um, now, <laughs> right? Um, but that's that's really really exciting. We'll talk more about how the tour goes. You know, like, I don't know, like a month or two once we get you back on here again. Okay. Um, once you settle everything back down and whatnot, we'll uh, we'll catch back up from there. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. I've had an absolute blast, learned a lot, had some great laughs. Um, so hell yeah, dude, keep rocking it. You know, I hope the tour thank goes you. swimmingly and smoothly and you don't, you know, you. dive stress and meditation, <laughs> you know, lots of caffeine. Some serious, serious meditation, serious caffeine. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, y'all, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and I would love to do it again sometime. And uh, you've been a wonderful host, and it's been great looking at your cat in the background. <laughs> she's a uh, she's always a great co-host. I uh, can definitely <laughs> say that. <laughs> Thanks again, Marshall. Have a great rest My of your pleasure. night. All right, you too. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching another episode. As you guys know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. So the love is very much. Um, my cat loves it too. She loves that attention. Um, if you do want to be on an episode of Neon Talk, you can send us a DM through Facebook, Instagram. You can even go find my personal page uh, at Paige Hardy underscore or photography. Um, you can go find all of our social media at Neon Black Clothing and uh, just keep up with what we're going to be doing. We've got, you know, some more fun stuff coming up this month. You can go check out that flyer for the uh, Mission Possible over on our Facebook. There's also the event page, like I said, over here on this tab. Be lovely if you could RSVP, and I'd love to see as many people out there and helping give back to the community that, uh, you know, we love to support too. So thank you everyone again for watching. It's been a great Wednesday. I hope y'all had fun, and I will see you next week. Bye!